other. I haven't even bothered Googling symptoms of the coronavirus. I don't even, yeah, me either. I don't even know. I, I don't really know anything about I'm it. I got a sniffly nose. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, this is stupid, just like everything else. <laughs> yeah, right? That's what I'm thinking. Hello and welcome to Rec Podcast. I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, Crypto Chamber. Chamber, how you doing, buddy? Not too good today, buddy. No? Today was a sad oh, day. I keep forgetting. I can't believe we didn't even really talk about it off air. I'm I was keeping it on the inside. Uh, we lost a uh, a legend yesterday, unfortunately. Um, today was a very somber day full of Laker podcasts. But uh, yeah, we, I don't know if everybody heard, but uh, my absolute hero, uh, Kobe Bryant, passed away with his daughter, which was just fucking heartbreaking. That was the worst part. Uh, in a helicopter accident yesterday. Um, so yeah, you know, just watching some some clips, watching some interviews, listening to some podcasts. You know, the Laker the 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 Laker fan family is very very big. So if you think there's a lot of crypto podcasts, there are a shitload of Laker podcasts. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, how just, many did you consume today? At least four today. Wow, at least four uh, in varying degrees of excellence. Um, my my favorite ones still haven't put out uh, any yet, so they, I can tell those ones that have been hit the hardest. Um, so it was, uh, yeah, it was kind of a shitty day. It's it's kind of weird. Like I'm not, you know, me. I'm not very emotional. Um, right. And you know, I was uh, I got the news. I literally um, I, I was in. We Ve- were like I was, messaging. I was about to message you the exact same time you messaged me. Yeah, I, I was in Vegas. I was coming back. And um, I, uh, after Vegas is done, kind of, I, I, I typically go on, that, that's kind of like my New Year's Eve is when I come back from Vegas for the year, um, is that's when I make all the commitments to like, okay, no more smoking, no more drinking, I'm going to exercise. That usually happens like February 1st, which is, in my opinion, very, a lot better because that's when you can really start <laughs> doing stuff. So I had literally come out of the, uh, you've been to Vegas, you've been to the airports, you see like the aquarium uh, where yeah. people go smoking and play yep. slots. I just yeah. came out of there, I was checked in, I had some lunch, I had my last cigarette and I sit down and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to FaceTime my wife just to say hi, let her know I'm going to be on the way. She doesn't pick up and I immediately just pop into Twitter. And the first thing I see is this TMZ saying, you know, Kobe Bryant you know, dies in helicopter accident. I'm like, that's a weird thing to see. Like, that's obviously not accurate. Um, And then, yeah, just over the course of, my wife called me back and I'm like, like, like within a few minutes, she's like, I said, I think Kobe died. She's like, is that why you were calling me? I'm like, no. I said, between the time that I FaceTimed you and the time you called me back is when I found this out, which was literally maybe two minutes. And uh, I said, I think he died. I said, I don't, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what these feelings are right now. But uh, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna sort this out. And uh, yeah, so I 
fucking, I was like two hours at the airport, just kind of like scrolled through Twitter and then a six hour flight back home. And it was just like, like, this is very strange. So I, I equated it to, uh, it's almost like if you had a big brother that, that didn't know you were his little brother, but you know, he, he was your big brother. And yeah. like, I was, I, I based, you know, you, you know how I am. I'm very, you know, I have a big ego. My big ego comes from 100% from Kobe. Uh, my overconfidence, all that stuff is all Kobe related. Like, this guy was my favorite player out of high school. I think he, he's about four years older than me. So I think I was like 13 or 12 when he kind of came out of high school. Um, but yeah, it was just, yeah, I was, I'd never been affected like that by like a celebrity before. And I didn't know how to you know, kind of put it into words. I'm like, it's just a weird thing. Like, I've lost family members and stuff, but it's like, a, it's a very, like, do you have somebody like that? Like, at that level? Like, are you, I know you're a Yankee guy. Was Jeter like that for you? Or uh, Yeah, probably. But like, again, like, you don't even realize it until something like this happens. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it was very strange. I'm like, I feel foolish. I almost felt like embarrassed. Right. I'm like, this is a fucking, I'm not, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, this is a celebrity. It's not somebody I fucking know. What is the difference? Because I I think the same thing, like celebrities die every day and I've never, you know, I wasn't the hugest Kobe fan, but like, it was still like, holy crap, I can't even believe this is happening. I was surprised with the, yeah, with the kind of the global, like everybody, I know he was huge in China and stuff. But like every like like the I think the World Trades is the World Trade Center was like lit up in purple and gold. That's like New York. I'm like that's a that's an interesting thing to happen. Well, so was the garden. Oh, is that right? I didn't know that. I I think yeah. I heard the the World Trade they Center lit up the garden. Yeah, so I mean that's a that's a weird thing, and you get a lot of people outside of like the basketball, even the sport world, like kind of talking about him. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's it was interesting. Like I knew he was big. He was always big to me. But like then you know when something like that happens you're like oh shit he was he was huge, uh, and then the saddest part obviously is his oh, daughter just the worst and I mean I got a daughter you know uh, I mean oh it, it's the worst and you know he he really seemed like a good dad too like he would coach the team and like there's this fucking just heartbreaking clip um, that was taken at a Laker game maybe yeah, a that, month or two that, ago well it started as a meme and now it's like a real thing right exactly like she was like. I don't know if you saw some like the Jimmy Kimmel stuff where yep. he, he went on and it's like, you know, fans would say, oh, you got to have a son. You got to have a son, you know, take yep, over the legacy. That was cool clip. And like she would like come in and say, you know, I got this. Like this is like she, I honestly believe she would have been just a fucking killer, like the number one, you know, WNBA uh, or whatever the league would have been at that time. I'm assuming WNBA. But yeah, it's uh, it is, uh, you know, a sad day. But I was telling my wife yesterday me being the fucking sick individual that I am, I'm like, how, like, you can't cement your legacy more than dying at a young age. Do you know what I'm saying? It cements the legend of Kobe, which, you know, again, absolutely heartbreaking, but, you know, I think he just leapfrogged everybody in LA for, you know, greatest Laker of all time. Like, it, Well, they were even just saying, uh, I saw a lot of people talking about changing him to the logo. And yeah, I did see that too. That's yeah, that's something that happens unless right. you do this. Like that's what. And know. honestly, when it happened, like I, again, just a monster fan. And the guy was indestructible. The guy would play through everything. Like m- my greatest, w- one of my favorite memories is when. He, do you remember when he tore his Achilles? Um, yeah. 
And anyway, so so it was it was the last game of the season, maybe the second last game of the season. Uh, they were kind of struggling to make the playoffs because a bunch of people had missed a bunch of time, and they were playing the Golden State Warriors. And he had been playing like I think the last five games, playing like 45, 46 minutes a game on average, and it was just you know just at the end of his rope, and he tears his Achilles with like two minutes left, and you could see him like pull, trying to pull it up. Like the like the back of the leg, like you know what I mean. Like try to kind of put it back into place. Anyway, so he gets kind of escorted off. And um, if, if you're not familiar with basketball, uh, he got fouled during this. And if you get if you get taken off the court, the other coach gets to decide who's going to shoot foul foul shots. So if right. he's like fuck that, I'm going back on. So he just old man wobbles his way back to the free throw line, drains two free throws. They end up winning. They end up making the playoffs. He obviously didn't play. And obviously that was, you know, the the end, the, the beginning of the end of his career. He was never the same after that, except for like the, the you know, his last game, which was insane. But that to me, I mean, the guy was, the guy was like indestructible. I saw the guy break his wrist and then play the rest of the game with the opposite hand. Uh, you know, you, I don't know if you remember back in the day, like he used to have busted up fingers and like yeah. he would have like one thing, one good finger and everything else was tied together and he would just... Um, so it doesn't shock me that the only thing that could destruct him was like a helicopter crash. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, but anyways, yeah. that's enough. Welcome to Rex Podcast, <laughs> the premier Laker podcast. No shit, I, I apologize. <laughs> uh, but he was, uh, let, he was a big we deal had for to me. let Chamber eulogize his hero. So hey, That's the last time I'll break it off, I promise. <laughs> no, I think it, I don't blame you. It's uh, It was, yeah, it yeah. was definitely a, a, a interesting day. I had I had some some realities sink in. I'm like, ooh, am I this kind of person that gets affected by celebrities? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> turns yeah, out, well, maybe. It, yeah, <laughs> turns out, definitely, yes. <laughs> I had to send out the Chamber Pulse check today. Yeah. Oh, wait, I, were you going to have a rant? Oh, yeah, I do have a rant. All right. So I did say, uh, you know. This the, is at least crypto related. This is crypto related because I had mentioned earlier that, you know, it, Kobe, you know, superseded uh, sports in general. Um, and, you know, that was evident with a post from um, Justin Sun. Uh, and I guess, you know, Tron, you know, whatever you think about Tron, whatever, it's it's fine. Um, but you know, they, they, he was at last, like the 19, the 2019 Tron Nitro Summit or whatever the frick it's called, Nitron, I don't know, uh, some conference for Tron. And he was, a, he was a key speaker. And, you know, uh, yesterday, you know, Justin Sung put out, you know, a picture of him and Kobe and basically call him part of the Tron family. And it was just like, I was reading it and I was just like, it doesn't sit well. And I didn't know. I said, maybe it's just my emotions. And I, I looked at it again today. I'm like, no, 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 no. I know what this guy's doing. He is getting some legs out of a disaster. You know what I mean? Like he, uh, in, at least in my opinion, I think I wasn't the only one, but I didn't, I did not like uh, the fact that he was use, using a, you know, a tragedy to, in my opinion, promote his project uh do you agree am i off base was i just it no was a- i think that was the uh overwhelming reaction okay. from most people i only saw i only saw one person tweet that uh am i the only one that doesn't think there's anything wrong with this 
uh, that was I only saw one person say that. I was very upset early on yesterday, and I was I chalked it up to just you know emotion, and then the more I looked at it, I just, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't like that. So I I had retweeted him and kindly asked him to un and it's a pinned tweet by the way too, like it's oh anyways, <laughs> I was very upset. <laughs> I saw the unpin unpin that shit. Tweet. Yeah, send tweet. <laughs> did he respond to you? He did not. I'm probably no. blocked now. I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> coward. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! That's it. I just throw it down. <laughs> but yeah, that that's my rant. I'm I'm done. Uh, don't don't use tragedies to promote your projects in general. I think is a fair statement. I kind of feel the same way about like people trying to be too woke about the whole thing too. Yeah. What do we call that? White knighting. Yes. Yeah. White knighting. Well, you know, I like when Kobe. you teach me new words. Kobe didn't have the cleanest history either, and that. Uh, hey, out. don't get me wrong. I had to go. Th- I had to go through that as well. Uh, yeah. Hey, I'm a Penn Stater. So yeah, you I know what I feel you. you know what it's like. I do indeed. Hey, <laughs> okay. uh, all right. Should we like get to actual crypto or? Yeah. Are we just? Talking? I think shit's popping. Like, by the way, like alts are kind of going. Bitcoin's like I, I feel like where where are we on our Bitcoin price? I feel like we're knocking on nine grand. We are. There was like a 4% uh, increase today. Woo! So we are, uh, the price of Bitcoin at time of recording is $8,918.78, up 4%. The market cap, $162 billion. Ethereum at $170. Uh, oh, Bitcoin SV up 10% today. Nice. And the five spot, $303.91. Everything else, oh, Bitcoin Cash, 7.5%. Everything else is somewhere around that. You know, two to five. Yeah, range. we're getting. I was gonna say on some. I would say on some like mid to lower cap. Uh, yeah, this alts. is. I'm just talking top. Right. Tier. Yeah. There's um, probably I think there's a little bit more up. action happening there. I'm just looking at some here. You know, seventeen percent, nineteen percent. You know, here's one for you know that's eighteen percent. Hydro Denticoin up sixteen percent. Take care of your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, poor spank chain down six point six two. I sold a bag of Unibright today. What the hell? That's the one I told you. I think it's Unibright. I'm oh wrong one. Uh, UBT is the cash tag. I believe it's Unibright. UBT, and it was up twenty four US twenty four percent USD today. And it's been look at you. You're just making moves. You know, so good. Uh, yeah. I'm a professional trader. <laughs> sure are. By the way, I'm looking at these prices on Masari.io. Uh, they have a uh, article up about Mamba mentality. So gotta have that Mamba mentality. That's right. Hashtag Mamba mentality. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, all right. So should we get into some news? I- <laughs> think we should all right let's start us off here okay i have an interesting story from the block.crypto uh this is from i want to get make sure i get yes it's it's my favorite writer on the block.crypto it's yogita katri uh this is the at least the third time i've read one of her articles uh this is security firm gk8 
offers 250,000 in Bitcoin if someone hacks its cold wallet. So a little bit of a, you know, uh, what do you call that? White hacker stuff, I feel like, right? Is that what, the, is that, what that is? Where, you know, you get really smart computer people to try and break into your stuff to see uh, to see how secure it is. So uh, Israel-based cybersecurity startup GK8 is offering a bounty of up to $250,000 in Bitcoin if someone's able to hack its cryptocurrency wallet. The 24-hour bounty program starts February 3rd uh, at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, according to the statement shared with the block on Monday. GK8's cold wallet will hold approximately $125,000 worth of Bitcoin and the first person to successfully hack into it will receive that amount plus an additional reward up to 125,000. Uh, the total amount up to uh, 250 is worth about 28 Bitcoin at the current price. Uh, is, uh, Israel-based GK8 claims that the cold wallet is, quote, totally unhackable, which is always <laughs> the famous last words. Um, I've heard that before. Yeah. Uh, due to its digital asset management uh, process taking place without the need for a web connection. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, quote, we dare the hackers of the world to take a stab at cracking it, but they won't be able to do it, said Lior Lamesh, co-founder of and CEO of GK8, who has previously worked as a cybersecurity expert for the Office of the Prime Minister of Israel. Uh, GK8 raised $4 million in seed funding round last September to build the cold wallet with, quote, hot wallet functionalities. The firm says its client manages more than a billion in cryptocurrencies for their clients, including eToro. So, I don't know. Maybe because it's offline, maybe they can't hack it. I'm not sure. I'm not smart enough to know. Ploys? Say that again? Are they just marketing ploys? You know. This is a cybersecurity company, um, so obviously getting their name out there is beneficial for them. But it's a double-edged sword because if this does get hacked, then their legitimacy goes down with it, right? Yes. So if it works, it's a big payoff. Uh, if it doesn't work, it's a big. It's going to be a big loss for them, not just the two hundred and fifty k. By the way, if it sounds like I'm out of breath, it's because I am. I, <laughs> I, got, a, I got a text from my wife uh-huh. as you were reading that news story <laughs> that she was locked out of the house <laughs> and she would have to come through the window. And so I just left, ran, beautiful, <laughs> let her in, and then came back, and you were still reading. <laughs> it was perfect. That was seamless. I didn't even know you had left. I had to say something. I could have just let it go, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm like I, I got to say something. So, <laughs> nice. I thought it was pretty funny. She is not amused. No, <laughs> I wouldn't imagine so. I wouldn't she imagine is so. Not amused. What, uh, anyway. what, do, do you want me to read my other news article so you can catch your breath? No, uh, I think I'm ready to rock. Right. However, I did have a real life wreck today in which I got a paper cut on a f- uh, French fry box. So that oh my, that hurts. Man, that that is full of salt. The, if that isn't the epitome of uh, salt in the wound, <gasps> oh, fat oh. fuckery, I don't know what is. <laughs> okay, I apologize. I forgot to tell you. Uh, you bring up French fry box. We're going to have to put a, a quick pause on this so I can let you know my thoughts on In-N-Out Burger. This is America. Don't get you slipping. Oh, I completely forgot to tell you. 
Chamber in America. Yes. Um, I had a in and out double double. Yes, uh, animal it, style. So not animal style. I wanted to get the true, you know, legit OG burger, burger. taste. Exactly. Yeah, okay. I saw a lot of animal style flying around, which looks delicious, but I feel it would take away from, you know, the the the, the burger itself. So sure. Immediately, I will go out on the record and say this is a delicious burger. Um, in my opinion, it's a better Big Mac. Um, okay. And obviously, Big Macs are terrific. This is a better version of that. The fries. I, I think I agree that like a Five Guys is still a step above. I I, I was going to say that. I think a Five Guy burger is a better burger. But this is, I mean, I'm not sneezing at it. This is a very high quality burger. No, um, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's there. Yeah. yeah. The fries, I don't know if it was just the location I was at, were absolute garbage. Maybe really? the Maybe the worst fries I've ever had. Wow. Unedible. They looked good. Wow. They looked good. I probably had five of them. I'm like, this is disgusting. Um, Thank God they're not a sponsor. So, um, and they didn't label, and I don't know if this is an American thing, they, the iced tea um, was unsweetened. And it just said iced tea, and I grabbed it, and it was just fucking yeah, cold. Yeah, I would say that's probably cold tea. Most, yeah, most iced tea, just like that. Is that where you have to get sweet tea? Is that where the sweet tea comes in? Well, it just depends on what you're like. Where, I don't know. It depends on the brand. I like, guess so. This was just in a metal. You know are going to be that way. Yeah, this was just in a metal container, and it just had oh, iced tea I on see. it. I'm like, this is going to be delicious. And Interesting. It, yeah. Some quality so, chamber in America, right? Yeah. Now. So, anywho, um, I Next give it, I give it a solid score. Uh, the fries were trash. Next time, I will try animal style. How many How many skulls out of ten? Um, four for the burger. Four out of ten? Oh, sorry, out of ten. Sorry, I thought you meant out of five. Uh, eight out of ten. Okay. I give so. I give five guys a nine out of ten. I would that say. checks out with four out of five. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that math checks. Out. <laughs> One second. <laughs> yep, that works. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. All right. Continue with the All news. Right. All right, I got one here. This one's interesting. Uh, also from the block, uh, Hawaii senators file a bill to allow banks to offer crypto custody services. So this is in Hawaii. Um, if this bill is passed, Hawaiian banks will be allowed to hold digital assets on behalf of their customers, which is pretty easy, uh, pretty interesting. Five lawmakers from Hawaii have introduced a bill seeking to authorize banks to provide custody for cryptocurrencies. The Senate bill is Bill 2594, uh, and if passed, it would uh, allow Hawaiian banks to hold digital assets, including virtual currencies, digital securities, and open blockchain tokens for their customers. Uh, the bill has been filed, uh, and Republican Senator introduced it last week. It's passed the first reading and has been referred to the Senate Committee on Commerce, Consumer Protection, and Health, and the Senate committee on judiciary um so that's pretty interesting they uh i said it says here hawaii has since long been known to have stringent requirements for crypto businesses which kind of surprises me if they're doing yeah that does like seem this. weird right 
Yeah, in 2017, the state's Division of Financial Institutions mandated crypto license entities hold cash reserves equal to their crypto holdings held on behalf of customers. Oh, that's interesting. The decision saw Coinbase shuttering uh, its operations in the state at the time. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Um, so this new bill also requires banks to maintain reserves like a trust company. Um, every trust company shall have on hand at all times in actual money of the United States an amount equal to at least 12% of all agency credit balances. So they would have to hold 12% of the actual digital asset in, I guess, uh, cash, I, I'm guessing. Yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah. Um, it, the bill also mentions private keys and multi-sig wallets, quote, a secured party or agent, custodian, fiduciary, or trustee of the party has the exclusive legal authority to conduct a transaction relating to a digital asset, including by means of private key or the use of multi-signature arrangement authorized by the second party. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, what are your thoughts? I think that it is a good thing um i think the more you know the more states and stuff that that start to look at this kind of thing the better but uh, yeah i think uh i mean you know it kind of makes access easier i know everybody's anti-bank but uh your mom and pop aren't you yeah know what I, mean? I so mean, if you want any of them to get into this kind of stuff how much can you i think the be your own bank thing is is kind of daunting to well a lot we, of we got in in 2017 we could we can say that 2017 was the biggest migration into cryptocurrency ever right correct um and even in 2017 it took like you're you're a smart guy, you know, f fairly technical. I'm a smart guy, fairly technical. I'm able to you know do these types of things, but you know, out of my group of friends, I think I'm by far. And I mean, I, I, I'm not a, a miner or a fucking hacker that's going to get 250k by any stretch of the imaginations. But I think out of the group of people that I surround myself with, I'm probably one of the most technically you know intelligent people. Uh, I would probably say the same thing for you as well. So that last one, that you know, barrier to entry was still fairly high. So right. the 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 more simple we can make it, like the only reason any you know quote unquote boomers got in, uh, like you know my my dad got in, and you know I think because of us, uh, because of us <laughs> exactly, like we got them in. Um, so it needs to be, it does need to be easier. If there is a banking component where. You know, people that go to the banks fairly regularly or, or, you know, interact with their banks fairly regularly, if they're seeing a cryptocurrency option or they're just seeing it being used within a more, you know, a, a, a more comfortable or familiar area, um, I think that, that, that we need a bigger, we need a bigger bull run than the last time if any of us are going to make any sort of money. Uh, <laughs> so. I have conceded to the fact that we are not. <laughs> <laughs> you may be correct, sir. Uh, I don't know. Hey, we'll see. I'm, I'm, but things just, like this help. Yes, I think so, too. I agree. I think it's great. Um, because of that exact thing, the barrier to entry piece, right? Exactly. Um, cool. All right. You got one more? I do. I do. Um, again, Block Crypto. Again, Yogita Katri. My gal, we just get it. We just gonna have her on. I love her. She writes terrific. She writes concisely 
and in only four paragraphs, uh, which is exactly <laughs> the way I like to read. Uh, over 1,000 crypto miners given licenses in Iran. Uh, Iran is said to have given more than 1,000 licenses to cryptocurrency miners in the country. The licenses uh, have been issued by Iran's Ministry of Industry, Mine and Trade, the local news outlet Financial Tribune reported on Friday, citing an official from ICT Guild Organization, which is an Iranian NGO representing information and communications technology sector. Uh, the official, Amir Hassin Saidi Naini, Wow, he's got four names, and I may have pronounced one of them properly. Uh, <laughs> said crypto mining it said the crypto mining industry has the potential to add 8.5 billion to Iran's economy. Uh, Iran legalized crypto mining last June. The country has long been attractive to miners due to cheap power. Miners are charged uh, 4,800 Iranian rials or rials. I'm not sure how to pronounce that uh, for one kilowatt hour. Which is you know roughly about eleven cents per kilowatt per kilowatt hour uh, of energy. I think in the U.S. I want to say I want to say is that closer to forty cents? Do you know? I was listening to uh, I was listening to Hash Rate the other day, and they were I think uh, Crypto Chris Walken said forty was kind of a good rule of thumb. I might be wrong there, so correct me if that's the case. So if that is the case, that's about a quarter. Uh, of, of the cost uh, in than the U.S. So uh, during the peak summer, uh, June to September, however, charges uh, can be as high as almost twenty thousand, uh, which is forty six uh, kilowatt or uh, forty six cents per kilowatt hour. High electricity tariffs plus stringent regulations have made crypto mining sector less appealing for small investors, according to Naini. Uh, therefore, a limited number of authorized mining farms are currently active in Iran. So. Um, a little good news for Iran. Um, you know, sticky times there. Uh, as of late, 2020 has not been Iran's year, I would say. Um, but, uh, yeah, they can do a little extra mining. So, over a thousand new miners. Interesting. Interesting. All right, I got one more. Uh, Japanese lawmakers working on a proposal to issue a digital currency. A group of about 70 lawmakers from Japan's ruling Liberal Democracy Party uh, are working on a proposal to issue a digital currency. Um, China is moving towards issuing digital yuan, so we'd like to propose measures to counter such attempts, uh, a member of their party and parliamentary vice minister uh, for foreign affairs said on Friday. Japan's digital currency could be a joint effort between the country's government and private sector, adding that a group uh, that the group plans to submit its proposal to the government as early as next month. Uh, just earlier this week, the Bank of Japan joined hands with five other major central banks, the Bank of England, European Central Bank, Bank of Canada. Dun, 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 dun. And, I don't even know what the Bank uh, of Canada is. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's our, like, uh, our Fed. I guess. Uh, so, well, all of these banks that I was just mentioning, they've joined forces with them to explore digital currencies Interesting. so so i wonder if that bank of canada is just our like you know federal reserve yeah like your fed yeah. i would imagine that's kind of there I, like, I haven't right? seen a bank of canada machine anywhere <laughs> it's like bank of america but just for like your atms are just tree taps right <laughs> exactly <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> getting paid interest on this one. <laughs> Sticky. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, anyway, central banks around the world have accelerated efforts to explore digital currencies. Some 40% of central banks. So that's what we're talking about here. Uh, central banks. Central banks, right. So that's your that's your Fed. Uh have progressed from conceptual research to experiments or proof of concept, and another 10% have developed pilot projects, according to the latest survey from the Bank of uh, Bank for International Settlements. Uh, 66 central banks responded to this survey, which was carried out in the later part of 2019. So think about that. 66 that means 66 countries central banks responded to this survey 40 percent are doing experiments or proof of concept and another 10 percent have developed pilot projects that's crazy that's a lot of that countries. is that is a lot of countries that's fucking interesting no i agree i think that is a yeah that's a surprising amount i think so too um it's kind of uh, I would say bullish. <laughs> one second. One, right? Once Bunchu starts throwing that word around, uh, Oof, I, get, I, mean, I get a little excited. <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, you know, like digital currencies just means it could be a digital dollar, but I think that's still a step in the right direction to, for, for something like Bitcoin or any of these other, you know, uh, currencies, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? 100%. Interesting, interesting. So, you know, you're talking 30-some countries out of this 66 that responded. Pretty crazy. Um, All right, so that's going to do it for us for news. We are going to go for our last segment here to uh, Old Staple, Would You Rather. Now we can do this the easy way or we can do it the hard way. The choice is yours. All right, Chamber, I'm going first here. Okay. We've each got one crypto one. Yep. And one regular one. We do. Okay. I don't know so, what your I don't know what yours are though. I don't remember what yours are either. Mine are. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, let's see. So here's my crypto slash finance one. Uh, would you rather mm-hmm. be given one hundred dollars a day? Uh, every day mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. Okay. Uh, or one full Bitcoin per year for the rest of your life. One second here. So I just did this math for you. Oh, perfect. If you, okay. If you would like. Yes, the, I would like the math. Like so say you live. I I, I estimated your age because I think I think I know your age, but I'll be within a year if yeah. I'm wrong. Uh, so say you live till the age of 90. <laughs> okay. I'm, just I'm not banking that, on it, know. but go ahead. <laughs> well, okay. So 90 is the extreme example, yeah. right? Uh, so if you lived till 90, that's roughly $100 a day is almost $2 million. Okay. Uh, on the other hand, conversely, one Bitcoin a year is, you know, you would be somewhere in the ballpark of 52, 53-ish, right? A thousand or million? No, just Bitcoin. Oh, oh I see. Okay. Because you get one per year that you're alive. Okay. So that's 50. Okay. I feel like that's a lot. You're correct. I'm going to be 30. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know how old I'm you are? 30, I'm going to be 37. Okay, so that's what I did. Yeah. So that's 53. Yeah. 
53. And even if we're using today's price, say it just using stays. today's price, that's not that's not, not even lot. close. That's yeah. half a million dollars. Yeah. Versus two million dollars. Two million guaranteed. Now what you're really betting on is okay, what's gonna happen to each the dollar or right. the price of Bitcoin. Over the course of the next, you know, fifty years. Fifty years. That's interesting. Um I guess I can't sell after third like after twenty years and no, no. You got, flip you, I got well I mean you you could, but you're still going you you, you absolutely could, but you're still going you're to get, get that one per year. One a year. Even so if like, it's worth if zero. If it goes to zero after right. that, you've only cashed in what you've cashed in. You know what I mean? And uh, and the dollar every day, it was a dollar or a hundred dollars? A hundred dollars every, every day. day. I could just convert that to Bitcoin as I see fit, right? <laughs> I mean, I guess so. You I think care. I would take the dollars is what I'm saying. <laughs> I I In this scenario, you would not be able to convert okay. to Bitcoin. So you have to choose. Bitcoin. I just don't know what the window is for Bitcoin, if I'm being 100% honest. Is it so 50 that's years? Right? So that's why, 50 I, that's years? why I thought it was an interesting question. I think I'm going to go with uh, a smart... I think a smart bet, I'm going with cash. You're going with the cash. Yeah, you get more of it guaranteed. Yeah, well, yes, guaranteed for sure. And yeah, it, the, it's just there's not enough history with Bitcoin yet to really give me confidence on a 50-year window. You know what I mean? Sure. I think that's I it. Definitely do. I'm um, inter- that's interesting. Uh, I'm gonna take the gamble, and I'm gonna go Bitcoin. Look at you, even though I'm the bear. You well, for the for those of you listening, you obviously know who's correct and who's gonna get fucked, <laughs> and that's me. And <laughs> no, that's me. No way. One hundred percent. You're gonna get a Bitcoin a year, and it'll be like a five billion dollar Bitcoin per year. <laughs> uh, all right, you go. Okay, so kind of in the same vein. Uh, actually, no. I'm gonna go with my funny one first. Okay. Uh, and then so, you know, we'll spread out. We'll spread out the crypto stuff. Um, yeah, they're so limited. They right? are. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta make them last. Um, okay. This is for the gentlemen only. So, would you rather go bald and gain an inch of uh? A penis. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he said it to you before. Wow. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is... Uh, this. You just said it. I inch. did say I gain an inch, were... and I just assumed uh, we were on the same page. No, I do I not you. mean height. Actually, you know what? No, I do mean height. I mean both. I mean, you gain an inch both ways, vertically okay. and, then I guess and horizontally. And size, too, all three ways. Yeah, exactly. Um, You're just getting girthier gir- everywhere. <laughs> just getting it. thick. Um, so go bald and uh, gain an inch of height and gain an inch of depth. Um, or option two, full head of hair for life, but lose an inch both ways. Uh, I, I don't think that <laughs> I don't think the hair is that important. Oof, buddy, you're talking like a guy that's got a nice, beautiful head of hair. Uh, yeah, but there's so many people that are bald. I'll tell you what. A lot more people look at my hair than look at my dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hashtag for today's episode, eyes up here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, so, okay. So what, so what are you thinking? You thinking I just fuck don't the know, hair? Like, 
I'm starting to get uh, a little light in the head area. Uh-huh. Um, the other thing, but it, so I'm also very short. I yes, I, so that, I don't believe it yet, though. By the way, I'm like, <laughs> you, dude, I'm like five seven on a good day. <laughs> I have to, and, I, I, I have to meet somebody that's five seven, so I get an appreciation. Yeah, you're like uh, almost a foot taller than me. <laughs> um, but so the extra extra inch of height actually is something I'm very interested okay. in as well. You know what I mean? So I'm going and and plus I I really do think that I could pull off the uh the chamber if you will. Yeah. The, yeah. The shaved head with the beard with a, look. A vec beard. Yeah. No, that's uh, it's, it's a very it's a very. Uh, strong look it's a new look like you look like you look badass with that i feel this look is uh has not been around for a long time uh i feel like decades ago is frowned upon to have the shaved head with beard um yes but uh yeah beards are making a woolly willy if you will yeah (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) so so i'm i'm going i'm going i'm going gain the inch everywhere gain the inch everywhere um I, I think so now because I can still rock that look right. I'm 100%, bald on yeah, the yeah, head, you, you, not you're, like, you're, I'm not hairless. You'll have the confidence. Uh, it's not like alopecia, right? No, 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 no. I, no. I yeah, can, you'll have okay. eyebrow hair and beard hair. Yes. Okay. Um, then, then yes, that's what I'm going with. Oh, that's now a, you as a bald, as a bald. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think I'm gonna go, and in this in this scenario. You'd never lost your hair, okay? Right. So, so it's not, it's not like, like I'm you, gaining my because yeah. it's weird when people that are bald just all of a sudden now have hair again. It's right. very off-putting. Um, sure. So in this scenario, I would have just had beautiful hair, you know, uh, your entire my life, entire yes. life. And I think I'm okay with losing an inch everywhere. Hey, I could wow. I could lose an inch off of my waist, which would be fine. Um, like I said, I'm about I'm about six four. So, you know, going down to 6'3", I'm okay. Like that, I mean, I'll probably hit my head less, which is probably... See, but this is what I mean. Like, I don't have that luxury. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not slanging the D, you know, to a, to a, to a, to a percentage where losing an inch is, uh, is not noticeable. Um, right, but, but like your regular outward height and stuff. Right. Like, like I said, man, a lot more people look at my hair than look at my dick. <laughs> the way you say that i know it's <laughs> funny <laughs> all right uh i'm going with my uh my regular one would you rather every night mm-hmm. before going to bed soak your sleeping clothes in water <laughs> then wear them to bed or you have to wear full winter gear to bed jacket hat gloves snow pants boots jeez uh i'm what i'm from canada where i wear a lot of snow gear um i'm going with the snow gear it's moisture wicking um so you'll be hot but you won't be wet Uh, see i i think i like that answer i hate like waking up sweating like it's the worst to kind of give you an example i was on the on the flight home yesterday um i had a hoodie and I kind of just put my like it's it's kind of like an yeah you know, it's kind of like an outdoor indoor hoodie, um, so it's it can kind of almost wear it as a jacket like if it's you know fall springtime you can kind of throw it as a jacket, but the inside of the hoodie has like a like a vinyl 
like a like a like a coating to it and i put right. it on and i fell asleep and i'm like i'm a little warm and i took it off and as soon as i took my hoodie off my the sweat just poured down my face like it was like being bottled up there by the hoodie and as soon as i removed the hoodie it just poured down my face in a weird way so i had to like go to the washroom and like moisten you know get a towel and 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 you know um wipe myself off because it was ridiculous yeah i hate being wet i hate being sweaty uh it's the worst um yeah i think that's i think that's the i just don't trust that those other thing well so like wet doesn't mean sweaty though necessarily i hate yeah i think you're higher likelihood to sweat if you're wearing the winter stuff than you are if your clothes are just wet that's true but but then you might i mean you could freeze if your clothes are wet yeah like wet clothes like i've fallen through the ice like again we're not talking about freezing clothes but I've been wet where I can't get dry a couple of times. Even in the summer, like yeah. even in the you know in hot temperatures, right. it's still cold. Right, it yeah. is. And the hot sun warms Man, you up. I don't know how I feel about this one. I think I guess I'm going winter stuff, but then I'm sweating and I hate that. But I sweat without the winter stuff. Exactly. So, uh, <laughs> but, exactly. Uh, I think I'm going with that. Okay. So I think we're in agreement. I'd like to see what other people would think of that. Let's put these out on the poll yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, I think we're in agreement there. So one other thing before we go, because we were talking about this before the uh, before we got live, was the coronavirus. Oh yeah, hashtag so. find your beach. Um, <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> so did I, you see my tweet the I other did. day about that? I did. I <laughs> that got zero love. I was kind of upset. <laughs> about that. I yeah. So. The coronavirus thing. I mean, I haven't been following it too close. It seems like it's a well, thing. Well, so hold on. Here's here's exactly why I bring it up because we were chit-chatting before the show. And uh, as you know, my full-time job, I'm in the yes. medical products, right? We just got a message while we were an email uh, company-wide about the coronavirus from my company. Mm-hmm. And it, like, lays out how serious this is. So uh, – 200 or 2,886 confirmed cases and 81 deaths worldwide. The U.S. has five uh, five confirmed cases, and then it talks a little bit about uh, you know what because we we get product we make products and get products from China, mm-hmm. and so it's talking about how you know there's a whole list of things that we are going to be on delay for but that's how severe it is in china like the province in china where a large percentage of blank is manufactured is the hubei province uh the same origin as the coronavirus a lot uh highways public transportation rail river and air travel have all been restricted to emergency medical teams only really yeah so i was uh you, you know vegas pretty well right yeah. So I was I was at the Win this weekend. Oh, love the Win. Win's a great sports book at the Win. Oh, is that right? Good yes, to know. like really cool, comfortable sports book. Like go chill there. For oh, oh, sorry. When you said I, I assumed you were talking about a book. You mean the nice restaurant? Uh, you mean the nice bar? Uh, there actually is a book about the Win. Also, <laughs> <laughs> no. When you say sports book, I'm like I just assume some guy that has a book that takes no, bets. like the physical location. Yeah, the area the is beautiful. Yeah, it's great. Go and bet sports. Yeah, I did not go in there, games. but I, I saw a lot of people enjoying themselves. But the Win, I believe, is the number one spot for. Uh, like for Chinese folks, like the Chinese New Year, uh, the decorations there were insane. Uh, 
everything is in English and in uh, Mandarin there. Um, like even the soaps and the shampoos. So I'm assuming they have a high level of you know Chinese people that that come in for you know for gambling and whatnot. And it was Chinese New Year during the time that I was there. And I'm I'm walking around I'm like, yeah, there's been one case confirmed. Uh, you said there was five cases confirmed in um, in the U.S. In the US. Yeah. I think there was one in um, in Canada uh, that was uh, reported. Uh, but I mean, I have to imagine Vegas is one of those places where where that shit can spread around fairly easily because you know people are in and out all the time. They're traveling. You get people there for short periods of time. You now have people coming in from China for for Chinese New Year. I'm like, yeah. this is a fucking, this is a bad situation. Serious. And I'm sitting there wondering how many times I washed my hands today. I'm like, I've been hitting this. <laughs> I've been hitting this uh, Willy Wonka. Uh, <laughs> casino machine <laughs> a million times um, oh i also google how how popular is willy wonka in china <laughs> <laughs> just so you yeah, like, know what your odds yeah are. exactly <laughs> oh jesus so yeah i was significantly worried a lot of uh i was i was in the airport there was a lot of masks being worn um so i don't think i got it i drank a lot of coronas while i was down there well face masks is one of the things that's going to be in high demand according to this email that i just got and they've now like had to go uh we're now having to do allocations oh really because of the demand long face masks yeah interesting long face masks interesting short short people (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah Yeah, so Eh. So I mean, sounds sounds pretty legit, but I don't know. We'll see. I'll probably get it because I'm in and out of right. medical facilities. I feel if I so. didn't get it, I'm never getting it. Like I feel like that was my time to get it. Uh, it was this past weekend, so hopefully I didn't get it. Um, but only I don't know. I don't think people are dying at a, a ridiculous rate, right? Uh, well, eighty eighty eight deaths worldwide, but that's so that's pretty small, I think, in comparison, right? You know, to plus you have to maybe imagine maybe there's some poor areas but that don't. It's have probably medical. not. Uh, it's probably not as widespread as it will be. As you know, that's is it fear, a SARS right? level uh, thing we're talking about? I, I have no. You idea. remember SARS? What? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, well, yeah, where? Yeah, I, I, I was in my early twenties. So you must have been what in your mid to late teens. Probably. Yeah, that that's sounds that's right. About right. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right, okay. let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, I'm tired of social <laughs> <Let's>, commentary. <laughs> <laughs> I've done enough editorializing yeah. for today. <laughs> anyway, all right, that's going to do it. If you haven't checked us out on coinhq.tv, do so. We are drawing the giveaway tonight, right? Yeah, we're going to be doing it today. So if you're so hearing this. By the this, time you hear this, it'll be. You've over, already but. blew your opportunity. So you blew it. You blew it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we'll do another one, I'm sure. But check us out on CoinHQ.tv at CoinHQ underscore you, on Twitter. You got it. No question, <laughs> question mark, mark at the end. No question mark at the end. <laughs> and uh, obviously all of our normal social media channels for the Wrecked Podcast. And that's it for Chamber. I have been Bunchu. And until next time, don't get wrecked. And that is financial advice. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. You can help support us by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and become a wrecked patron by signing up for a monthly tier on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com forward slash wrecked podcast. Don't get wrecked.